and welcome to Crafts and Crime. I'm Amy. I'm Elaine. And as always, we have a craft and a crime. Woohoo! So we are still in November. <laughs> we always say like mm-hmm. we record in advance. So um, I was, I text you that I had a little update. Oh yeah. So our very first episode, I covered the case of Sherry Rasmussen and Stephanie Lazarus um, was convicted for her murder mm-hmm. and she is eligible for parole as of today yeah today as we are recording it is november 16th 2023 and so i watch it's gonna refresh this page because <laughs> it's how it is you have to mm-hmm. like take their um their last name or their ID number. Let's see. So this is real time. It probably won't um, update until like next week because when I'm looking on the um, results, you know, the the outcome for paroles because mm-hmm. it's a bunch of people um, yeah. up for parole and um, it just is their parole suitability hearing. And you can see the results the following week. So you see the results from Monday to Friday the following week. So uh-huh. we probably won't be able to find out until like Monday. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, unless the clerical, they, update, they have to enter it in. Unless they update at the end of the day today, which I doubt. Um, but who knows? But right now it shows the status is pending. Mm-hmm. I really don't think she's going to get parole. I would hope not. <laughs> Seriously. But I did have my little calendar notification go off to check her mm-hmm. parole. So as of now, it just shows Stephanie Lazarus's uh, parole is pending. She mm-hmm. had a hearing this morning. at eight, She was in the first group, so 8.30 in the morning. So I thought Crazy. we would get an update, but it's like it's almost one thirty our time and nothing. So mm. maybe in January as you guys will yeah. hear this we'll get an update but as you're hearing this it's only December yeah so yeah it's the first week in December it's Christmas month <laughs> <laughs> so we um yeah so we will update you of course once I've been refreshing it all day and nothing's changed so uh we I promise I will update everyone and if you are curious by now you could probably google it and see if she did get parole or not right because because when you're hearing this yeah when you're hearing this it's like a couple weeks after Mm -hmm. we are recording this so um yeah well Well, i mean not cool she could possibly get paroled but that's interesting i kind of doubt it because this is her first um eligibility so it's like um since her sentencing it's the first option she has for yeah um to because she's still pretty young yeah and it's she was only sentenced in what 2014 and um, it's like not even 14 or 17, four, 2014. I was like, so, that's yeah. not even 10 years. No. So, um, she's not even as, <laughs> not even as old as us. No, she's, a, yes, she is. Is she? Yeah. She is, um, I could tell you right now because it says everything on her. <laughs> we literally just got No, done she's saying. way older than us. She's, she's 63. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. It was remember, just remember this was like for a long time had passed. Yeah. Until they figured it out. But, um, yeah, a lot's been going on. You need to, f- to s- fill everybody in on what happened with Johnny. That whole fiasco on... My cat got sick. Really sick. And it sucked. And it's sad because, like, even today, he's, like, our first cat. And um, we rescued him and his sister together. And Well, not together. They were rescued together. And we adopted him first. And then her, like, six months later. And... um. 
yeah it sucked so bad i guess like it it was crazy how fast he lost weight Mm -hmm. and it was so sad and then he was really 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 dehydrated and they were like hey for like 1600 dollars we'll make him better oh no 12 it was like yeah (laughs) and and then i was crying and i was like what the hell am i gonna do this is like insane and um and so then um yeah, Th- but I got I, it. I like got it figured out, and then we went home. We had to wait for blood work, and yeah, our... because they were going to admit him overnight. But then mm-hmm. it was like, oh, I asked, like, is yeah. there any way we can encourage fluids? And then she was like, oh, we could do that. What was it called? Subcutaneous the... fluids. So yeah, they like pull up the skin behind the neck, like where you would scruff a cat, mm-hmm. and then they stick in a little butterfly catheter needle, and um, they'll pump in a bag of fluid usually. Mm-hmm. And oh my god, he came home. I took a picture, but it was so funny. Like it's funny not funny but he was fine mm-hmm. he his whole left arm is what took all the fluid oh my gosh and so it, was, like a puffy arm. it was so freaky <laughs> yoked it looked like he was on roids <laughs> it was all huge but it was like wobbly but um so that was on a friday yeah because and then, we drove there they were like oh it'll be a few hours so we drove home and then they yes. were like 20 minutes later hey Seriously, he's ready yeah and i was like laying down resting because it was such a sad stressful morning yeah so, yeah, so then we went and got him, brought him home, and... Um, he drank for, like, 15 minutes. Forever, yeah, finally, because the medicine they gave him. He had a really high fever, mm-hmm. and so that came down, and it's just crazy, because, like, he was... it 104.2? It was, like, 104.5 uh, or five, Yeah, yeah. 104.5. Um, and so we were, like, having to wait for um, the... Blood work. The, yeah, yeah, the blood work that they did, because it was cheaper to have it sent out of house like and they more said. detailed yes exactly it was like a longer run but they could do something really fast but it would cost me more so they but they were like you know all the medicine we gave him should have been fine and obviously just monitor him and bring him back because they had squeezed us in in the afternoon at lunchtime mm-hmm. so we like got there and we still had to wait for like 40 minutes yeah. <laughs> but it was fine it's okay um so yeah then he called me back monday and it was the weirdest thing because for some reason i think the my phone flagged the alapalm hospital oh, yeah. as, as like spam, spam. Uh-huh. and so i didn't even see it ring but he was like oh i left a voicemail then later after i freaking saw it was there yeah and um he was like, yeah, Johnny has um, feline leukemia, which is the feline immunodeficiency virus, which is the cat version of human HIV. Yeah. And then the... That's why the flu, kitty flu or it, whatever It would have killed him. Yeah. was so bad. It was so bad. And that's why he's and permanently sniffling. Yeah. He has permanently <laughs> boogers and bloody noses. Yeah. And, um, and so it was so sweet, though, because... Um, over the weekend, he called back, the vet called back oh, to check on Johnny to make oh. sure he was okay. On and, Saturday? Yeah. And he, one of the things he had told me was that, like, after, you know, longer in-depth look at the um, the tests and everything, that mm-hmm. from what, like, the proteins or something in because his white cell count and his T cells, just like a human, mm-hmm. um, they're actually okay. So he's actually pretty healthy considering, mm-hmm. but... Um, what he had told me, which it's still, it just is what it is. It's mm-hmm. not any more of a big deal than him being sick already. But right now his body is showing, his body is letting us know that like as sick as he has been, it's what they are considering. Like he's officially in the chronic stages of it. Mm-hmm. And so that would be the equivalent of um, like someone with HIV that's untreated and it 
progresses into what people will call full-blown AIDS, which is mm-hmm. a really big depletion of their immune system almost completely. Yeah. And he said that's kind of like what it's showing. It doesn't make Johnny worse than he is. It's just showing like he is actively pretty sick. Yeah. Um, and so it's always, I have to give him this lysine um, gel that he hates. So I have to hide it in his food. <laughs> but it's good for all the cats. Yeah. It's good for their respiratory and nose and stuff. So like I have to sneak him medicine. It's not medicine. It, it's a, a it's vitamin. Like a mm-hmm. yeah. um, people, humans take it for cold sores. Oh, yeah. And um, so I have to give him that. And it's not horribly expensive, but like a tube goes through in like a week yeah. and a half. They well, make a powder. A lot of cats. Too. Yeah. And they make a powder one, too, that I could like sprinkle in. But anyway, or so yeah, that's into, like, the, wet food. Mm-hmm. And that's the that's the thing that's like the reality is um, his sister probably has it. Mm-hmm. She's always boogery. Um, but her boogery nose uh, hits her eyes way more than him. Yeah. And then the other two cats we allegedly don't have. <laughs> um, the baby is a baby. Yeah. And um, yeah, he's not even fixed yet. He's too tiny. No, he's too little. And then um, Binks is pretty big. And honestly, the vet, like all of them could have it possibly yeah, do already that's like oh man binks can't come over anymore yeah um the thing too is like currently right now johnny has like a big scratch on his temple that's probably from binks mm. so the reality is binks is probably going to get it because yeah. johnny and junie do not fight she does yeah. not fight she's hardcore but she won't beat him up yeah. she'll hiss at him but the only time she'll kind of take a swipe at him is if they're like waiting for snacks. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so it's really sad because it kind of is what it is. And I yeah. was telling my husband, I was like, well, it's a damn good thing we have four cats because we can't get any more. Yeah. Like it just is what it is. Uh-huh. I can't, I can't knowingly bring in, I wouldn't more. anyway, four yeah. is a lot, but we did not plan on having this many, but mm-hmm. um, they're, all, you know, all happy and healthy as much yeah. as they can be. And now I'm irritated because there is no way I'm not going to mention the name of the rescue, but there is no way that they didn't know. Yeah. Yeah. There's no they way. And I'm like, what the fuck? Mm, why wouldn't I love that him? place too, but I'm really disappointed. Yeah. Well, so now I'm afraid because Junie has been healthy since the moment besides her little boogery nose. But outside of that, yeah. she's been so healthy since we got her. And I was like, oh, she probably has it. She probably does. Probably. And then Binks and, and Figaro probably have it. Maybe. At well, some point they're going to end up because. Yeah, I'm not if, sure. Because Binks and Figaro play a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's Binks how it would happen. With Johnny, is if Binks He's going to get it. Binks give it to Figaro. I know. It's really sad. <laughs> it's so sad. But. Because the reality is it won't be from Johnny. Mm-hmm. He's so passive and sweet and yeah. tired. And yeah. he really is. And it's funny because Kurt, he'll always be like, God, all the, you know, cats always sleep. But he's like, all he does is sleep. And now yeah. we know why. Yeah. Because he's Kiki a sick, does tired little sleep. baby. But Johnny's only three and a half. I know. Half. Kiki's, how old is Kiki now? She's 15. 15. 14 and a half. 14. She'll be 15 in March. Yeah. So, I mean, well, now we know. Yeah. And so, yes. (laughs) It sucks. It's not funny. I literally was just like, I have a chicken in a sweater right now, too. (laughs) (laughs) It's been a funny little weekend. Yeah. I know. A week of weird animals. (laughs) Because I was going to say, we got got the news. You were on the phone getting Mm -hmm. the results for Johnny's blood work while we were on the way to the feed store. Mm -hmm. So we're literally going to buy chicken food. And we are like, what? And we kind of sat in the car for a minute like, Uh what the? I know. And (laughs) then I text text Kurt at work just to let him know because I can. I just text him throughout the day. And if he gets to it, he gets to it. And it was so sweet because he called me right, like immediately. Uh He was like, oh my gosh, is he okay? And I was like, well, I mean, no, not really. But he's going to be fine. 
fine yeah. for now. Like the vet, he's like, everything you guys are doing is great. You're doing a great job. He's fine for now, mm-hmm. but someday he could need some kind of medical and with intervention. Age, like as he gets older, mm-hmm. it might get progressively. It, the, yeah, the reality, mm-hmm, as sad as it is, I would rather be prepared. And the reality is that he will likely have a shorter life. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily, um, but like everybody, some people can have cancer and live to be 90 mm-hmm. and some people can't. And that is the thing is like it we just don't know and yeah. um so what will happen is unfortunately it's going to be a respiratory issue mm-hmm. or um which um, is really sadly very very common in hiv and aids patients as oh. well is uh they get pneumonia very uh-huh. very easily um and so it's it's the same kidney liver failure it's exact it's identical it's just yeah. in cats and so it's just so sweet and sad and as of right now there's nothing for us to do yeah and so he just has his best life with us and He's going to get fat and happy, even though he, he eats like so, crazy, yeah, but he's not but he's chubby. He's so skinny. But that's why I knew something was wrong when I was like, oh, my gosh. I yeah, could, like, he feel lost his a pound and a half. Yeah. Um, and it was weird, though, because once he got rehydrated um, and came home and started drinking a whole bunch of water, uh, most of the weight came back. So it was mostly yeah. like water weight. Water but weight. he did lose some like body mass. Um and so I'm just like, he's such a dingleberry because he didn't feel good. And I had to trick him into drinking water oh, yeah. by, he likes to drink out of people's cups. And so yeah. I had to set the cup down and like a let red him, solo mm-hmm, cup. Thing, so I like, could pretend that it was mine uh-huh. and I put fresh water in it and I just set it on the ground. So now I'm just like, well, don't put your cups on the ground or yeah. he's going to drink out of it. He tries to drink your wine. <laughs> he does. He drank my wine one time. He's like, I just uh, want to like, see. What? He's a foodie. He really is. It's hilarious. It really is funny. Junie is like, hell no, I'm not eating all yeah. the garbage. And Johnny, he will eat like yakisoba. And he oh loves, um, I had made like fried rice. And he loves the little carrots and the peas. He's yeah. so funny. He'll eat. He's like, give it to Mikey. See, He'll eat anything. Frankie and Calvin are weird. Calvin <laughs> eats strings like from balloons and any string, any strings yeah. in general. Frankie eats plants. Mm-hmm. Kiki loves whipped cream <laughs> and cheese. So she'll eat that and it's chicken. Funny. She'll still chicken. Yeah. If it's like sitting out like leftover plate. That's how we knew Johnny and was sick. He, he left I the will, leftovers. I, he didn't bother no, with them. No, I... I knew we didn't feel good. Um, and so I went into the kitchen and I got out a little slice of turkey. Mm. It was like turkey lunch meat. I and so I was going to like rip off a little chunk and all the cats get a little piece. And he wanted no part of it. And he's really funny because if he does not want what you're trying to give him, mm-hmm. he's really cute. And he'll still take it from you. And he'll like <laughs> drop <whatever>. it. <laughs> he'll like put it in his mouth and he'll be like. Well, he's like, thanks. I don't want it. Yeah. But yeah, so that was really rough. I was crying. It was terrible. I was Mm -hmm. like, I just kept sitting there like, I don't want to overreact. But like cats, technically, even though they're like little apex predators, they're still prey animals. Mm -hmm. And so they hide how sick they are till like the last minute. And that's what's so scary is that pretty much a dog putting on the dog is the expression Mm because when they don't feel good, they're like yakking and dragging their butthole and crying. And you can tell. But cats hide it and Mm -hmm. it's just so scary because if I had just waited like another day because Kurt was like, do you think we could wait till tomorrow and I can take him then? I told I was like, I don't think so. And then that's when I had text you. Yeah. (laughs) Because it was just so sad. I'm like to know like and it was like a sneeze on the breeze. Yeah. Johnny does not go outside that often. And if he does, I'm standing right there with Mm -hmm. him. He rolls around in the cement dirt and I bring him inside. I know. Charlie and Kiki go outside and they always have. And Mm -hmm. I'm surprised. I mean, Charlie will sometimes come home with worms and I have to treat him for that. But (laughs) like. 
And the reality is it's probably from him eating crickets or bugs. Yeah. Yeah. Johnny so, used to get or, worms from eating crickets. Or catching a mouse <laughs> yes, or a exactly. rat or something. Ew. So, yeah. Gross. I know. It's really gross. But, yeah, I get the thing is, too, is it, it Johnny sits by the front door and um, he breathes in all that air from Could outside. Could have been a cat mm-hmm. that, like... He probably was walking by and, mm-hmm. like, sneezed or on your coughed screen. in the direction <laughs> and the wind blew it and because yeah. he's, like, so compromised. Okay, Poor it's been thing. almost 20 minutes of me no, talking about a cat. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> it wasn't chickens. I know. Well, you did... You I said a chicken, chicken in a sweater. Sw- now everyone's like, what? Yeah. Well, I had... Um, a tiny little runt in my it's <laughs> yeah. like so small in comparison to all the it's other like a chickens. third the size of its sibling it's really tiny and it still sounds like a baby and mm-hmm. so it was getting pecked up pretty good because i i think it's just, also molting yeah well my easter egg is molting because mm-hmm. there's feathers everywhere yeah and um so it has a double whammy yeah being bullied so and molting. it's really tiny it looks like a chick a little tiny baby like mm-hmm. barely not even teenager but it's older than that it's like yeah a few months old we said so uh, it's funny because it's the um the, it's a frizzle mm-hmm, so the dwarf gene comes out and that's what they call bantam <laughs> yeah so it is really it's tiny, tiny and, and so cute. elaine was like can i keep her and i was like sure yeah i'm pretty <laughs> so, sure it's a girl i keep vent checking her yeah. but without trying to stress her out because like her whole bottom is like tur- mm-hmm. it's like radish red yeah, and raw so but then there's up. just a whole bunch of spots that aren't and just are bald bald yeah. bald so she just it's kind of a genetic mess. Yeah. And I took a little fluffy Christmas sock and I cut the <laughs> ankle part off. And then I cut two little sides and then I put a sweater on her. Yeah. It's really it's cute. It's really funny. <laughs> and it it's because it's cold here and it's usually not. And she's alone. Yeah. Because she's I can't alone put in her a separate with, run. Yeah. Because I can't put her with mine because they'll do the same thing. Uh-huh. Even more so because they don't know her or him, whatever. Yeah, and so mm-hmm, <laughs> and so I like I made it a little shelter out of an insulated cool. styrofoam cooler <laughs> and it's full of pine shavings. She doesn't want to go in it. Yeah. She sat on the top. Well, mm-hmm. it was raining. I it's she's covered up by a tarp, but it was raining a lot um throughout like yesterday, yesterday and the night and a bit. Night. And I think it'll be it'll make me feel better. Yeah. She's probably fine. She totally is fine. But it'll make me feel better cuz I just yeah. feel terrible. She's all alone and so like I I, I seriously thought about putting my feather duster in there. <laughs> so she could snuggle up. I may still do it. <laughs> Oh my god. Anyway, <laughs> so that's we what, love our cats and chickens. <laughs> yeah, we like our animals. <laughs> okay, so we'll move on. Okay, I told you I had a tiny craft this time, and that yeah. is very true. It is not okay. a long craft, and the only reason I'm doing this is because I am actually doing this craft. Oh, fun! Within the next like couple weeks or so. Oh, okay. So this is glass etching. Oh, fun! Yeah. So <laughs> I have done glass etching. Um before and so I'll get into it. So glass etching is different than glass engraving. So glass etching, it's also called French embossing Mm. and there's different techniques to achieve the look. So I'll go through all those. Um, So in order to do glass etching, you need to have something like acidic uh, or abrasive to um, remove small amounts of the glass Mm -hmm. um, on the surface and it kind of gives it like a frosty appearance. So like I said, the reason I'm talking about this is I'm doing a project for my stepdad for his birthday. Mm. They don't listen to our podcast as often. (laughs) So he's by the time he gets to this, it'll probably be next year. That's fine. Um, And so I am making wine glasses like I did before for them with um, a monogram and their last name. 
And the reason why is because my mom, I had made some for them for Christmas a couple years ago. And uh, it was just a set of four wine glasses. And I have the same ones. It's the one that has the, um, my last name, the yeah, monogram yeah. thing. It's the same it design like and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And yeah. it has like, you know, the um, initial. So it's a monogram. Mm-hmm. Um, and so my, I was like, I don't know what to get him for his birthday. And she was like, you know what? He always says how much he likes these wine glasses. You should just make him some more because I think they broke like one or two of them. So I think oh, they're down uh-huh. to two. I think I'm down to one. They keep- <laughs> I feel like I really only did see one now. Yeah, I think I only have one. But I've also done it before with the lake house when we went uh-huh. to the Airbnb. And oh. um, I did that as a like keepsake for my parents took the two trip. and then we took two. Fun. And um, so, yeah, we have a couple of those. So um, anyway, so one of the techniques for glass etching is acid etching. And this is done using hexafluorosilicidic. I am bad that sounds pretty close. Acid. And it's made by mixing quartz powder, calcium fluoride, and concentrated sulfuric acid. And this is then applied in the and to the glass. Mm-hmm. And it's just going to etch away small amounts of glass and then it's rinsed off. And wax usually is used to like um, protect the parts that you don't want etched. Oh, okay. So they would use wax to mm-hmm. cover the areas. Um, another technique is the one that I use and anybody can use. It's just using the etching cream. And you can buy kits that has like the stencils and mm-hmm. all of that. I use my Cricut. Yeah. Um, and so I can customize all my designs. But you could totally find like the whole alphabet and like designs and stuff because mm-hmm. you need to have the areas you don't want etched protected. Yeah. Then you put your etching cream on, mm-hmm. leave it for a little bit. I kind of use my paintbrush and like just really rub it in, you know, because yeah. you want it really scratched up. And then you just rinse it off and take off the stencil. Mm-hmm. With my Cricut, it's really hard on a wine glass because it's curved. And so right. it's hard to put a sticker flat and even on a curved surface. So mm-hmm. I'm not looking forward right, to this Right, because it's part. not even a curve like a highball juice glass or something. Mm-hmm. It's like a bubble, it's a bubble. and a flat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I um, am not looking forward to that. I might... Yeah. I might use your help for that because you like, might use my help use your help <laughs> I might use you for your okay. help because it is fun um it is a fun project so mm-hmm. um but yeah if you wanted to do glass etching people you know I've done um they weren't shot glasses they were like beer uh beer flight taste glasses I did those for um Bill when they got married oh and, okay um and then you can just you could do it on glass so you could do it on a you know, a picture frame, Mm -hmm. whatever. But um, anyway, so that um, is a craft that really is easy. But you could go to the Dollar Tree, buy inexpensive wine glasses Mm -hmm. and try it out, you know, because then you're not wasting like the wine glasses I get are like (laughs) two of the nicest plates that I have are from the Dollar Tree. (laughs) They're just totally clear glass. And they remind me of buffet plates, but they're like so sturdy. Yeah. I I think I know which ones you're talking about. Yeah. Okay, so um, the glass etching cream that if you use, it has hydrogen fluoride and sodium fluoride. Mm -hmm. Um, And so this is, you need chemicals to etch away glass. Um, So another technique, not using chemicals, is uh, sandblasting. Mm -hmm. And so this is more like uh, on a commercial level. So it's just like it sounds, um, materials blasted at the glass to basically cut away a you know etch off Mm -hmm. a little bit of glass and 
you can etch up a tiny bit by barely going over it or yeah. you can like steady the stream of the sandblasting and etch off more um so lep <laughs> sorry i'm like can you imagine using like an, an industrial, industrial sandblaster on like a wine glass <laughs> i know i don't know why it no, exploded they have like little ones you know <laughs> Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, like what Tony used to do next door. Mm-hmm. Well, who used to live where yeah. you, you live would do that. You'd hear the thing because he would bring the cars yeah. in and sandblast Blast off them. the old paint. Yeah. Why didn't he do that to the concrete with all the paint? <laughs> the trash can. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyways, um, lept leptat glass is glass that has been etched using a patent my words don't work patented acid process and the name leptat comes from the czech word to etch and um abstract figural contemporary and traditional designs have been created in leptat glass and sometimes there's like a second designer pattern etched lightly into like the negative areas of the glass and gold leaf Uh or colored enamels can be inlaid in order to like highlight the design nice and the leptat technique allows the glass like it reflects it like a gem so it's like the way that it's all etched is like a gem i love that yeah so another technique is called mold etching and it was invented in the 1920s and the art was etched directly into the mold for the glass so that when the cast piece came out um, it already had the image onto the surface. And so this helped cool. reduce cost, obviously. Mm-hmm. One less step. And um, <clears throat> it could be combined also with colored glass. So the the designs could be a little bit more intricate and detailed. This then led to cheap glassware in the 1930s that became known as depression glass. So because oh. it was a lot cheaper to, be, to make. Um, so a little bit on the history or origins of etched glass. It's been found all over the world in different time periods. It was developed in Sweden in the 18th century. And then, of course, it became really popular in Victorian England. And the frosted glass appearance was used as, like, privacy screens during that time, like in public houses. Mm -hmm. And in the 1860s, developers in the housing market started making entry doors and side windows with etched glass. So so it's all frosty, so you can't see, see in. Yeah. That's cool. So glass etching, you could do pretty designs or whatever. But yeah, it's kind of like a little bit of privacy. Um, I'm not sure how mom did it, but I was really little, like under the age of five for Mm -hmm. sure. And she had taken some uh, glass etching classes at probably one of the local colleges. And there were two pieces I can remember, but I know she had made a couple more. One of them was a mirror that had a border etched in of like leaves and mm-hmm. there was a like some grass and a bicycle and then another one was like a like an i don't know well, a dinner cup <laughs> it's just like a tall normal glass like uh-huh. it's a 12 ounce glass and it was like an oval etched in with an old penny farthing bicycle mm-hmm. so that's the um big in front little yeah. teeny tire in, in the back and um, it's called that because a penny and a farthing were money, and the one was bigger than the other. Oh, in Britain, oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll never forget. I was really, really small, and I went into the bathroom with the cup, and I was on the step stool, and I was getting a glass of water from the bathroom, and um, yeah, the when cup would- was really slippy, and I dropped it in the sink, 
and I, I was crying and crying. It broke and I was crying and crying. I felt so bad that I broke it because I knew she made it, yeah. you know, and I was like crying and she came in. She was like, oh, my God, what happened? I was like, I broke your cup. I'm sorry. <laughs> and I was so upset that I brought broke her cup. I didn't realize that the webbing in between my thumb and index finger was like slit open. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I was bleeding. <laughs> but I was crying because the cup was broken. I know. So that I felt terrible. Like... I was probably like three. I was it was younger than. Yeah. Yeah. I, I know when my mom was like. I'm so sad. One of our wine glasses broke. It was a freak thing. It was sitting next to the sink Mm -hmm. and the bottom part of the wine glass got stuck to the counter and she went to go pick up the wine glass and the bottom part it like just snapped off. Oh my gosh. That's crazy. We've broke. Well, we, Troy has broken (laughs) a lot in the dishwasher. Yeah. Um, I actually literally just saw these little clips for the dishwasher that you clip. We have them. That you clip through the thing and it holds the, it like goes around the stem. Yeah, we have it. (laughs) But he keeps putting them in the bottom rack and I'm like, dude, the, the, the bottom the is things the, are for the wine glasses. They're so fragile too. Yeah. They're so thin. The glass. Yeah. So, pop, pop. Um, and that's the nice thing about glass etching is it's, you know, dishwasher safe. You because mm-hmm. it's just it's etched glass. While it's like, not coming it, off. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like vinyl. You know, like yeah. other Cricut projects I've done. But um, yeah. So that was glass etching. So if you are thinking of um, Christmas ideas <laughs> in a crafty way, glass etching might be a fun idea. We could literally take. Uh, like a dot, a dot, and a drag, and make a smiley face on yeah. the ornament. I did it. Yeah, <laughs> get some glass ornaments. Yeah, and, oh, a little star like use your paintbrush and paint yeah. little snowflakes yeah, on it. Because all you need to do is like put. You could draw it on <laughs> with your paintbrush. Like it's a little goopy. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you could do a polka dots. Mm-hmm. Like you little could snow. do a spiral. Like, but all you do it has directions on the bottle. You etch. You push it onto the glass. Let it sit for a bit. And you just wash it off. Now, is the cream pasty stuff, is that caustic too? Or is it a scratching? It's an abrasive, not a chemical. I remember you read it, but. Yeah, I have it right here. Um, It's funny because my husband talks about the different types of acids that they use to break down concrete. And he's like, yeah, you could like touch it and it won't hurt you. But if it touches a rock, it'll break it down. You don't want to get it on your hands. Right. But like I use a regular paintbrush and it's fine. It's if you are looking for it. It's called Armor Etch is what I use. It's glass etching cream. And they do. Armor Etch does it looks have like kits. a Tylenol uh, bottle. It does. It looks like a little Tylenol bottle. <laughs> but I get it because the top is childproof. Mm-hmm. So you have to like, just like a medicine bottle, you have to twist it, push down and twist. Yeah. Cool. So if you get Armor Etch, it says it will not etch um, plastic or some Pyrex. And, um, and so it says step one, apply Armor Stencil to because like i said they do have stencils Mm. you can make your own if you have a cricket and you're fancy um you could probably masking tape off something pretty good too mm -hmm. if you were just if you're doing a simple design or something um or like i said if you're doing polka dots you just take your Mm -hmm. paintbrush and all around an ornament or something um so you apply your stencil then step two brush on a thick layer of armor etch glass etching cream wait one to three minutes step three use running water rinse off armor etch cream and remove the stencil it's that easy but yeah cool. i um i don't use gloves because it's just like you're not on flinging a, it all over the i'm place. not yeah and so it just comes in a little like childproof bottle it doesn't smell great <laughs> breathing the acid right in it <laughs> but yeah no, it's just, no i'm saying just like that's what it looks like oh, crazy so it's very it's, thick it's really thick it looks like if clay was like pasty like um no like it's really gritty grout it's like it looks like grout yeah it's <laughs> really gritty um you're dropping be- crumbs on the floor be careful fine. i'll vacuum 
it's it's all the dry bits it's not wet but yeah so i decided hey it's like I'm doing it for a gift. It's fun. It's Christmas time, holiday time, and and it's not know. difficult or expensive. It's and if not. you're listening to this, you could probably still get something done before Christmas. Exactly, because this comes out the first week of December. So go yeah. to the Dollar Tree, get some cheap, even dinner glasses or whatever. Mm-hmm. It just has to be glass. Yeah, it can't be. And I know the craft stores in the. It's such a bummer that like Michaels and Joanne's are not everywhere, but in the United States, um, Michaels and Joanne's crafts, um, they. Uh, have like the cheapest fillable glass ornaments too Mm -hmm. and if you just wait because like it's sales time around right now this time of year you can buy a whole bunch of them um i think i used to get them i like the plastic ones but for the glass i think it was like eight dollars and you could get 12 of them Mm -hmm. and when they'll go like on 50 percent off or even 75 before christmas Mm -hmm. so that's like a two dollar ornaments (laughs) and with the ornaments with the glass etching you could take it a step further and i've seen people where you just get the clear glass ornaments and then you do like Mm -hmm. the the glue the glue liquidy glue solution with the um um (laughs) they're not sprinkles they're sparkles glitter glitter. Yeah, craft glitter. sprinkles <laughs> craft sprinkles oh yeah glitter <laughs> that's what i'm gonna call them for now on <laughs> craft, craft sprinkles. sprinkles so yeah you could get really creative i've seen people yeah. like paint the inside of it because like i don't know how that would work the glass etching with like some of the um the colored glass i really don't know i've never done that before mm-hmm. um but if you just have plain glass ornaments you could totally get Fun. give yourself a whole new christmas tree vibe so super cute yeah so, i love it yeah so anyways that was it so that was okay. cute yeah. <laughs> thanks so bring us down <laughs> okay so um you know i probably <laughs> i probably should have i don't know i feel bad it's kind of heavy but so that's okay this is going to be the case of dennis and marilyn depew okay i don't think i've heard this one. Oh, okay you know it's funny because like i have a little list written down of like the cases i think i want to do mm-hmm. and then when i went to do this i actually had to go Go back through our episode to make sure we make didn't, sure didn't do, do it. it. Because like the you know name what? was so familiar. I did the same exact thing. <laughs> I was about to do a case because I found a different article. Uh-huh. I was like, oh, that sounds interesting. And then I started like reading it. I'm like, I already did this one. Did it you was, really? Yeah, it was oh. Ina, it was no, not that that was was it Ina Clark Richardson? That was the one that just released. I think um, that was the one I almost most, did. Our most recent, our 30th yeah, episode. Yeah, that's the one I almost did again. <laughs> oh, no. And I was I like, know it's bound to happen. I know it's going to. And I was like, this name is so familiar. But um, I know. Thankfully, we could just go through a quick <laughs> list. But then again, I also have like, I just went on my Google Docs and I was like, yeah. oh, yep, that's the same name. I knew I did it. It's, man, I, my brain's We been put weird ourselves through a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, it's fun actually using up a whole pen and a notebook <laughs> for once in my yeah, life. Yeah, it's nice for me to get out my laptop and actually like, type away okay okay so it was easter sunday april 15th 1990 outside of Coldwater, michigan on snow prairie road and a brother and sister ray and marie thornton they used to go on a traditional sunday drive together to escape their children (laughs) (laughs) so the brother and sister was something they did forever it just happened to be easter Mm -hmm. and when they're driving down. It's pretty much deserted. It's just them. Mm-hmm. So it's just a two way. It's real small. And all of a sudden they start becoming tailgated by mm. a big brown Chevy passenger van. Okay. And the the driver is being really aggressive, but they're not ramming into them or anything. But they're like riding them unnecessarily. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, 
it's, it's unnecessary. So they're like, what are they doing? And then finally they whip around them and then they pass speeding um, past Ray and Marie. Mm-hmm. And they had been playing a word game like a lot of us do in the car of just all kinds of different ones. And the ones that they had made up was um, looking at the first couple letters of the license plate Mm. and seeing if they could make like a little word off of it and so marie had noticed the very first two letters of the license plate being g z and she was like wow geez he's in a hurry that's a quote Uh yeah geez he's in a hurry so things like that Mm -hmm. and they're driving without any incident again it's pretty much a deserted road and they're just a few miles down the way and they are passing an old, pretty old abandoned schoolhouse. It's pretty raggedy. And when they look into the parking lot side building of this church, mm-hmm. uh, church, sorry, schoolhouse, okay. they see the van. They oh. see the brown van, the exact same one that speed passed them. And what's crazier is that you know ray is driving so marie is the one who sees she turns and she's looking and she's like oh wow there's that same van and she sees a man that was driving the van coming into the building so he's just left the van and he Mm -hmm. has a bloody sheet oh they keep driving yeah (laughs) yeah they keep driving and she's like holy shit what did i just see this was 1990 right 1990 so so it's not like they had a cell phone handy no no only pretty much rich people had them and they were like (laughs) two oh cinder block size (laughs) so now marie and ray are trying to decide like what are they gonna do what did we really just see this Mm -hmm. is out in the middle of nowhere so while they're thinking about what to do what did they really see all of a sudden, Ray looks in the rearview mirror, and here is the brown van rumbling Following. right on their bumper again. He sped up, and he is riding their ass. Oh, my gosh. So they're freaking out, but they they aren't going to, like, there's nothing they can do. There's nowhere mm-hmm. that they can go. So this van is now, yep, just pacing behind them for two full miles. Mm. Before Ray can turn off on an exit. So he immediately pulls off at the very first exit that he can. And he sees in the rearview mirror that at this moment, the van then suddenly pulls off over to the shoulder. Okay. So not following them. Uh-huh. As soon as they turn, they pulled over. So now Ray and Marie are like, what is happening? They're mm-hmm. following us. Now they're not following us. So what they are now... <laughs> The cojones on these people. They're like, we need to go back. What? No. We need to go back and find the, get the full license plate off of the van. We could just roll up really quick and then take off again. Because it's going to be a lot, like a van is cumbersome and it's already like chugging. So (laughs) they turn around, they go back. And as they are getting super close to the van, they're coming up. They see that the driver is crouched down on the ground and he's changing out the license plates. Oh. As they're going past, the driver's side door is open. They can look inside and they see the interior of the passenger side is covered in blood from like floor to door. Oh my gosh. So they freak out. They're like, fuck this. And they take off. They're Mm -hmm. not, they're going to the police. So they've decided at this point, Drive to the we station. totally know. Or, yes. Yeah. So they are, they head to the police station and they let them know 
what they had just saw, all of the details, mm-hmm. and what they have not been informed of at this time was that um, the the police were already looking for this person. Oh. So the, he was already being searched for because of a previous phone call they had gotten for an assault and injury to a woman, mm-hmm. a, the mother of the children that had called. So the police are going to head over to that building. They are mm-hmm. on their way because they've already been looking. So now this is the tip that they have. Yeah. So the man is Dennis Depew. He is... 47 at this time. He has three children, um, two daughters and a son. The son is the middle child. Mm -hmm. And he was born and raised in Michigan. He was a property assessor. So like a very dull life. Nothing Mm -hmm. really, you know, grandiose about it. Him and his um, his now ex-wife at this point. But him and Marilyn had been married for um, they got married in 71. And um, she was actually a really, really well loved Um, High school guidance counselor. Oh, okay. And on the outside of their marriage for um, the time, they seemed pretty happy. But later on, it would be found out that from Marilyn's closest friends that Mm -hmm. it wasn't, you know, it was uh, difficult. He started to be really paranoid and controlling, um, but never physically abusive. Uh Just kind of getting nuts, kind of going off the rails. And so because of this, she finally decides that she's going to file for divorce in um, 1989. And Dennis doesn't put up a fight. Mm -hmm. He gives Marilyn full custody of the kids and the really nice house that they have on the property. And it's probably because he's thinking, like, if I'm as amicable as possible, maybe I could get her back. Mm, And so but one of the things he did want was that he had his home office out of their garage. Okay. It was converted. So he that's all he had requested was that so he could keep his home office to keep working there. That's where his clients are. That's yeah. where the money is for, you know, child support and all yeah. those things. Yeah. But in reality, it was probably to keep her in check, to keep an eye on her, yeah. to be close to her as oh, much as possible. I don't know about that. Right. So there wasn't any incident at this point. Everything was fine. Mm-hmm. He, he didn't cause any problems. But he did start to withdraw from his family, um, like his children, his relatives, mm-hmm. and also like his friends. They they weren't like a hugely social family. He was pretty boring. But he did he did like going out beach and golfing and those types mm-hmm. of things. So he started withdrawing a lot. And then one day, Marilyn comes home from work. So I'm thinking she's a high school guidance counselor. It's probably 5 ish maybe. And Dennis is sitting on her couch. What? And she's like, okay, wait a minute. What's going on? He's just sitting there. He's being kind of strange. And he just like said hi. And she was, you know, you have to leave. You can't be here. Like, what are you doing? I said access to to the garage office, not my house. This is the thing that upsets her the most is she had every lock on the windows and doors (sighs) changed. What? And there was no forced entry. She has no idea how he got in the house. So now she's kind of becoming concerned because he is being odd. You know, yeah. uh, this is the only incident that he did, but he's still being weird. He's getting into fights with her. He's getting into fights with the children. And, you know, unfortunately, that does happen. They want people to pick sides. Yeah. And they pretty much end up. Like, the kids don't want to go with dad anymore because he's freaking him out. He's being weird. He's being mean. And he 
from what I read, hasn't really seemed to be, uh, he wasn't a trouble to the children, just his mm-hmm. wife and when they were married. Um, so their divorce is finalized in December of um, 1989. So it took a full year for them yeah. to pretty much get divorced. Yeah. And because it took so long, he thought he had a chance. Oh, and to like. Yes. And so when yeah. the divorce became truly finalized is when he really kind of went off the rails because that was it. You know, that's yeah. the finality of his mm-hmm. family. So he is at his like, it sounds so terrible to say court appointed, but it's just his visitation time. Yeah. Um, which I'm sure had something to do with him being a kook, was at their house. Mm-hmm. Not, you know, it had to be, it was there. And his daughters don't want to go with him for the, um, you know, the visit to his house. Yeah. And the son is stepping in. He's trying to be, you know, the man for his sisters. Yeah. And it's causing a huge issue. And um, him and his children start fighting. And um Marilyn steps in. I, I honestly, I don't know if she wasn't home and then she just got home. It was kind of odd, but either way, she steps in to um, try to defuse the situation. Yeah. And what ends up happening is he grabs her and he's like shoving her and he throws her down the stairs. Oh my gosh. And then he goes down to the bottom of the stairs and he's just beating the oh hell God. out of her at the bottom of the stairs in front of his children. Yeah. So unfortunately, the this is what I, I it's so frustrating. There is a little bit of mixed information. Mm-hmm. So there are some reports that say the oldest daughter ran across the street immediately. Mm-hmm. And then there's another report that says she waited four hours. Hmm. So either way, it's not her fault. I'm I not sure. <laughs> yeah. So I really don't know. But from yeah. the distance that um, he had gotten to from where they were at, I think it was probably pretty immediate. Uh-huh. I think the four hours was a mistake. Yeah. So. um, Maybe four minutes. Right. Four exactly. So. She waited four whole seconds. So in the time that the, his oldest daughter runs across the street, he's telling his two youngest like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Everything's okay. I'm going to take her to the hospital. Like, I'm sorry. I'll fix this. Everything's okay. They take her to the hospital. You know, he takes her into the van. Yeah. So by the time they've let the police know, the oldest daughter has let the police know, they are now um, immediately, they're not panicking right away. They start calling the local hospitals. Mm-hmm. There's no sign of a Maryland Depew yeah. at the hospital. <sighs> so now they are worried they're on Mm -hmm. this manhunt and here come ray and marie thornton with this amazing information (laughs) that is coinciding at i've goosebumps it's happening at the same time so luckily for the children and and marilyn they're able to get on this pretty quickly within the same day Uh so it's crazy all this is in like the same time frame the same it really is not that is crazy so there is now this wine, this widespread manhunt, but mm-hmm. the police immediately head over to this abandoned schoolhouse. They cordon off the whole area with their caution tape. It is an active crime scene. Yeah. And they immediately find the, it's a blanket um, and it's covered in blood and it's shoved into like an animal hole, like a burrow. Oh, okay. Yeah. So this is an old building. I'm guessing there's not even a floor because yeah, it's like there's probably. a hole. Yeah. But he didn't even jam it all the way in. He was in like a hurry. A so hurry. It didn't, yeah, it yeah. didn't take them long to find it. But unfortunately, with the amount of blood that was on the sheet, um, they're thinking there's probably no way she's alive. Yeah. 
But they can't prove that yet. There's no evidence to that yet, mm-hmm. except for this. So they are unfortunately assuming that he has killed her, but they're continuing. The very next day, roadside workers um, outside of Bethel Township on a deserted road about 12 miles away from where the, um, the where they lived. I'm sorry. Oh, so he oh. owned, it, it was 12 miles away. They find the body and it is identified as Marilyn Depew. Mm-hmm. She was, you know, really heavily beat mm-hmm. um, and she had a single bullet wound to the back of her skull. Oh, no. Now, within just a few days after this murder, Dennis is gone. They yeah, have no idea. The They're still trying to find him. Yeah, he's on the run. And he sends these ridiculous, ridiculous letters to um, his close friends and family. <laughs> close. Everyone hates him, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> close friends and family. And it's postmarked from Virginia, Iowa, sorry. <laughs> so he's like all over. Yeah, he's just driving. Yeah. Manically driving. And mm-hmm. so it, it's from, um, oh, and Oklahoma. So his letters are constantly rambling on and on. And all of them take zero blame for what happened. And here is one of his short letters. It's a quote. Marilyn had many, many opportunities to treat me fairly during the divorce, and she chose to string it out, to trick me, lie to me, and when you lose your wife, children, and home, there's not much left. I was too old to start over. Okay. What a baby, right? Like, I'm too old, so I have to kill you. That's ridiculous. It really is. So his letters were basically different versions of this, constantly blaming her entirely. And one of them even had the nerve to pretty much say, like, if this had happened to you, you would have done the same thing. Mm. Like, dude, divorces back then could not be done on the Internet or in your library like they can now. Yeah. At least in the United States, they can. And so the year, maybe that took a little bit longer. She was probably scared. Yeah. So if he's acting crazy exactly she's probably trying to take her time and yeah save money in case something worse happens yeah so in total he wrote 17 of those crazy letters what in just like a super short amount of time he sent these letters i think within um just like a couple weeks time Mm -hmm. and they had started just a few days after he had committed the crime so 17 letters to a total of seven people that he knew so pretty much Mm. each of them got a couple just bullshit um the letters stop pretty as quickly as they start and the case goes cold and it's unfortunately the crazy part is that the story locally to teenagers and stuff becomes this like urban myth of like the man in the rumbling brown van Mm because he's out there and he's murdered somebody yeah and so it's become a thing like what if he comes back what is he gonna do next exactly and so it's turned into this like urban legend thing um, I'm sure his children were probably terrified. Oh, I'm sure. How I would be. Mm-hmm. Thinking he's just waiting to he's come back for you. Coming back for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's coming up on the one year anniversary of the crime. And it wow, is, and they still hadn't found no, him in a year? No, they hadn't. Wow. So it's March 20th, 1991. And Unsolved Mysteries airs this episode. I was literally <laughs> just talking to my therapist today yeah. about Unsolved Mysteries. Yes, because I was telling her how like, with the new season that mm-hmm. newer season that came out and I just like turned it on I'm like oh cool because like uh, I used to watch the old ones yeah and after the first episode I'm like what it's not solved and I was like duh Amy it's unsolved, unsolved. 
Yeah, but sometimes they have an update, and those are like awesome. Yes, but, I love that. Yeah, but gosh, that song is so scary. And I, I think it came on for us when we were kids. <laughs> After rescue nine one one, that was the most yeah. boring. That but show it's stressed so me crazy. out. So crazy. There's a yeah. few things in this that, that funny? I just talked about recently. But yeah, yeah unsolved mysteries. So, wow, it was on <laughs> unsolved mysteries. Yes. Yeah, so the episode aired, and I want to watch this. There one now. was I totally have the episode number. Did you two. watch it? No, I haven't actually. Oh, I want to watch this. Yeah, that sucks too because I had totally had it written down, but I'm pretty sure I memorized it. It was like season three, episode like eleven or something like that. Yeah. So I was okay. like, damn it, I wrote it down. I swore I did. <laughs> well, so we anyway, could we could put it in our show notes. In yeah. Our, in our sources. Yeah. So we'll just have to do that. Um, because I looked it up and it was on IMDb. I was like, I know I can find it. Yeah. So the first half was um a different case, and mm-hmm. it was the second half. They start talking about the crime that was committed against Marilyn Depew mm-hmm. and the manhunt for her husband, Dennis. Mm-hmm. And so they're, they're thinking, you know, it's been about a year. This show has been on for three years at this point, mm-hmm. And it, it's, you know, gotten the ball rolling for a lot of crimes and maybe it could help. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> at 8.30 p.m. the same day, March 20th, because it was the day it aired mm-hmm. when reruns were barely a thing, <laughs> um, a woman came home from work and her boyfriend's van is in the yard instead of like in the garage parked away. It's like pulled way out. Yeah. And um, she is kind of like, wow, that's weird because it's like that out of the norm. Uh-huh. And she walks in the house and her boyfriend, Hank, is immediately like... I've got to go. My mom is really sick Mm. and I have a bunch of my stuff packed up. And can you, um, can you help me like pack up some food, like make some sandwiches for me so I can take Uh them on the road. And so she's like, this is weird. She's thinking like my boyfriend's dumping me and is just making up a story. So she goes to the kitchen. What she doesn't realize is that Hank is Dennis. Yeah. And he's trying to distract her from the episode that is currently on the television. And so she's in the kitchen while they're talking about Dennis Depew and the murder of his wife, Marilyn, and he's packing stuff and she's making him bologna sandwiches. Oh, my gosh. So she, you know, she did it, said goodbye. He left. He gets into his brown Chevy van and he's immediately worried. Hank, (laughs) Hank is thinking, you know, Mm -hmm. Dennis. Somebody that knows her is gonna, is gonna tell. tell her. Somebody is yeah. gonna know, even if she didn't see it. It's only a matter of it time. It could have been one of her friends. Exactly. Like, oh my gosh, your yeah. boyfriend's on the news. Or so, no, on the news on his yeah. TV show. Basically, the news. Basically and the so, news, yeah. yeah. So he knew that was gonna be the problem. He did not have much time. So, well, somebody did the very same night. A friend of his girlfriend, who is unnamed, her name is she's kept her privacy. Um, a friend of hers calls and identifies the man Dennis DePew as a man named Hank Queens. So uh, police are immediately searching for the same freaking van because he didn't decide. Yeah, exactly. So, but what happens, you know, didn't get a new van, but he had a fake license plate number. So they had that. And what he does is he, he ends up making it about four hours away. He went through Louisiana to Mississippi. And while he was doing that, he was seen by the Louisiana state troopers mm-hmm. and they were, Oh the God, this is so stressful when I was reading it. Yeah. They were able to chase him for 15 miles and then he got over the Mississippi border that you can't keep going. Oh yeah. So they were able wow. to, I know they were able to get My a hold. are sweaty thinking about it. <laughs> 
they were able to get a hold of the Mississippi um, sheriff's office to let them know, like, this is like, he's, he's coming. coming. Yeah. Like, can you get ready? But they didn't have a lot of time. They thought uh-huh. they were going to catch him before that. So they made it out pretty well. He thought he crossed into Mississippi and, like, got away with being caught because uh-huh. they didn't set up a block right across the border. Yeah. So he's zooming. He makes it through a, a road barrier. They didn't put like spikes out or anything, but mm-hmm. he blasts through their road barri- barrier and the Warren County Mississippi Sheriff's Office decided like now's the time to just blow out his tires. Yeah. So they draw their guns. They blow out both of the back tires. But Dennis is able to keep going and he just keeps mm-hmm. driving as long as he could. Spike, spike sparks <laughs> yeah. flying off the rims and finally... The vehicles crash into him, which is called like a forcible vehicle stop. Uh huh. And that makes him stop. And somehow they don't hear this, but as they are approaching the passenger side, it's about 4 a.m. Mm-hmm. They, um, sorry, not the passenger side, the driver's side. They come up around and they see that Dennis is dead with a self inflicted gunshot of wound course from he the is. 357 that's still in his hand. Of course, what he is. What a bitch, right? He is a, seriously such a little baby. It's, it's just ridiculous. It's so sad. Wow. And, it's just it's unbelievable and here's the thing too like if he had gotten rid of the van even with his face on there uh-huh he could have probably gotten away with longer but he kept that stupid van that van i know <laughs> it's like we always talk about stupid criminals and we mm-hmm. i mean i'm glad he was that stupid. i mean don't take notes but like no, what the I'm hell if you freaking stupid. kill someone don't keep the same vehicle idiot yeah. Yeah, he kept the same wow. van, and I'm guessing the license plate he swapped out was probably the probably same still one in the van. that Ray and Marie had seen him popping out. Uh-huh. It was probably the same one. Probably. Wow, ridiculous, that's crazy. right? A whole year thanks I to know. unsolved mysteries. Well, I just googled um, <laughs> how many cases um, have been solved mm-hmm. because of unsolved mysteries. Yeah. 260 cold cases have nice. been solved because of unsolved How many mysteries? episodes do they even have out? Like, I know the old, now it's out again. Nobody has a voice like that old dude. I know. Um, unsolved. Now that's mis- a stupid song in my head now. <laughs> Mysteries episodes were, oh, not solved. Um, episodes are there. That's what I'm looking up. Sorry for the little bit of silence. I'm Googling. <laughs> Uh, whoa. Is it a lot? As of November 1st, 2022, 602 episodes of Unsolved Mysteries have been released. Damn. And two, pl- over 200? That's a third. Yeah. Concluding its 16th season. Excuse me. I'm there are, yeah, it says nine. Okay. So that was as of November 1st. So, yeah, 2022, because the. Nine new episodes on Netflix was, which was the one that I was talking about. Yeah, um, those are good, but I want to watch that now. I know, right? Like, and it's crazy too it. because, like, um, I love that it was literally like its first run, its first run airing. That is that is pretty cool. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, I well, I guess it's not like he really changed his appearance and like no, he didn't. You know, <laughs> just kept to himself or quiet. It's, I don't know. He started over <laughs> with the same van. <laughs> But in his letters, he's saying like he can't start over. Yeah, I'm and then too he's got old. A, and then he's got a girlfriend within a year. Yep. So a that's whole new some setup bullshit. on a different 
Like they were, Imagine I'm pretty sure they were girlfriend. living together. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that they were living together too. Yeah, because so he, he did start over. And, yeah. yeah, he did start over. But then imagine her shock. I would no, be I know. like, what? Mm-hmm. You killed your wife? You have three children and you killed your exactly. wife? Wow. Well, that was interesting. That was crazy. Yeah. Good job. And it's crazy because this one actually, I think, may lead into not necessarily my next crime because it's, I mean, it's pretty intense, but it's also kind of like controversial a little, mm-hmm. but I kind of like it because it's not slanderous or anything, but it's just, it's very interesting because it's something, I know I'm like, <laughs> all these hints <laughs> that are nonsense and vague, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, it's like, I, I, I'm for sure gonna do it sometime soon, if for not sure, my maybe. next, for sure, maybe, yeah, <laughs> no, <know>. maybe for sure, <laughs> but either the next one or maybe the one after that, but yeah, yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Maybe not the next one so close to Christmas. <laughs> We've been talking a lot about, well, no, this is your last crime before Christmas. Yeah. So it would we got be the some after. surprises coming yeah. up. Yes. But I'm like, but I would have to be doing this. Yeah. Because, you know, like we're going to have our nice little break a bit for Christmas. The mm-hmm. episodes are still coming out. Yes. We're but still we're doing not going to. But episodes. we're like, we looked it's at gonna each other. It's going to be a little different. Yeah. Just a little bit like lighter. But yeah. we were looking at each other like, you know, we're still going to do work. I know. But it's like, not pressured work. It's different. Yes, because <laughs> As of now, um, tomorrow is the first day of uh, Thanksgiving break for our kids. Yes. And it's so, like a teacher work day. So they yeah. get off of Friday, which is fine because everybody's sick. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's coming down with something. So we are working next week. We're going to, you know, work some more. But that will push push our episodes into January, January. so that we can get a break for Thanksgiving and um, Christmas and New Year's and then we're back at it New Year's but don't worry there's still content um, yeah. coming and I even um, have a new idea for something yes. fun because I like reading so we got some stories that we'll probably put on Patreon I'm thinking but maybe we'll pop one or two over here every mm-hmm. now and then and it's just because it's not everybody's thing it's like just stories that are old and I love it yeah so, so and if, reminder if you have a listener story yeah. please write in um, it could be anything it doesn't necessarily have to be spooky Mm-mm. it could be crime related it could be just a crazy story we want to read your stories yeah we have not had a zero crazy craft story I know We're like I cut off my finger with a jigsaw <laughs> <I know>. so <laughs> <laughs> write it crazy. all in well it's not a craft but when me and Jack did the flooring in here uh-huh. um, and Jack was putting this track back on because mm-hmm. um we did the flooring the laminate flooring ourselves yeah and jack was drilling or not drilling but his impact screwdriver thingy you know and put to go put a screw in and he drilled through his finger <gasps> that's when he did that yeah I that was he when did we it did in this. the kitchen no it was in here and i still had all our clothes hanging up did it, like spray blood and everywhere? he went like this <laughs> oh and, no oh my gosh there's a drop up there get the fuck right out of there. here what right here Sorry, this is so like <laughs> off. see on the flower on the top. Yes. Oh my god. Because uh, I was like, oh, it went up there, and I was like, I. It's just one of those things right where you just notice. Because I looked and I was like, oh, it went up on the picture. Because he reactively, you know, <laughs> oh instinctively god. just yeah. shake your hand, yeah. so blood went all in my closet. So not craft related. <laughs> it was more project related, <laughs> and yeah. So I had to um, oh, drive gosh. him over to the ER and. Um, it was his middle finger too, so he had this big giant like <laughs> thing on his finger. So, Fingernails are ridiculous; they don't help anything. No. <laughs> and then he broke his toe the other day. I'm telling you, and... I have not had so many quote unquote serious injuries, like very painful ones, since I've moved into this house. Yeah. And I broke I'm my toe you. stubbing <laughs> it in that kitchen entryway. <laughs> 
I don't know why these houses are cursed with I'm wounds. I'm telling you. Tell it's because they're old people. Yeah. They're like, I fell down and broke my hip. <laughs> yeah, so right, so right in your uh, crazy stories. Yeah. Any stories. Interesting stories. I love alien to, stories. Yeah. Anything, really. Ghosts. Bigfoot. And please. Swamp man. Do not write us in with a stream of little lights in the sky if you don't know what the Starlink is. Because I can't tell you how many times in that group that we're in people are like it's aliens what's this in the sky yeah. and everyone's satellites oh my god do Those you remember Starlink satellites do you remember when he released the spacex or whatever mm-hmm. and it was like i didn't pay attention to what day it was going to release and mm-hmm. we were all like we it was me and kurt and our niece my sister-in-law and our youngest and we were all eating we just left and we were going into getting our cars and there's this big giant thing. We're like, what the hell is that? We're just like strangers <laughs> with us. And then somebody, I think it was either my sister-in-law or I think our friend went with us too, maybe. Mm-hmm. And I think he was like, oh, it's the SpaceX rocket launch. I was like, oh, fuck, yeah. stupid. <laughs> it's disappointing. Yeah. You want it to be so real. You want it like, it's yeah. aliens. It's so if you see day. the little tiny, just It looks look like up, a barcode of light. Yeah. So look up what Starlink looks like. And if you were about to say i didn't know i'll write in my alien story it's satellites so just say it because it's like at this point now especially in that group it's like so many people post about this you should know what it is by now so it's a bummer anyways we rambled for too long sorry it's okay you're welcome you could stop (laughs) if you want to it's fine we won't know yeah okay (laughs) well with that stay crafty and not cry me Bye. bye